The podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. All right, boys and girls, and welcome back to Brutal Nation. I'm your host, Scott Alexander. Right across from me is the one, uh, the only, the I'm pretty sure she molests animals on the street, <laughs> Tammy, the not allowed at the petting zoo, Underwood. Remember, Tam, it's not a heavy petting zoo. You're not Joe Biden. Good morning. <laughs> okay, you know what? I am so tired of you telling people I molest animals of any sort. <laughs> I mean... A fish, a sh- you know, sharks, and Actually, petting zoo animals. I posted something on my personal Facebook page, and it was uh, it was Joe Biden and Barack Obama sitting there, and uh, the uh, and and Biden said, "I went to the petting zoo," and uh, Obama is sitting there going, "That was a kindergarten." <laughs> oh my god! Or that was a daycare. That's what that was. That was a daycare, Joe. Oh my god. Oh, my God. At least it was on your personal page because, you know, I just know. Oh, shoot. That reminds me. I got to go in and take that one thing down off my personal page. All right. Hey, started I, shit yesterday. So, number one, I want to plug the band real quick. We yes. have a ginormous show coming up huge. on November 3rd at Morrison Market, stage 722. It's a huge venue. Huge. huge. Tickets are going on sale, I the believe. The 29th. They're going on. Okay. I thought it was sooner than that, but all right. No, we were doing it because of the ad we're running, remember? Oh, yeah. No, that makes sense. Anyway, yeah. pre-sale tickets are going to be going on sale pretty soon. This is going to be, we got two bands that are opening for us. Yes. This is, we're. Yeah, it's going to be Lords of Blackpool and Wild Horse. And we're designing a very, a, a very big show that's going to be visually stunning as well as the performances as well. These these other two bands yeah. are also top-notch. They are. Top-notch bands. They are. It's an it's going to be an amazing show. I can't wait. Right. And trust me, folks, we don't have people that open for us that are crap. I got, you know, <laughs> because, no. No, we, we don't, don't do that. We don't fucking work with the amateurs here. Yeah, no. And like I said, there'll be a link. Uh, we'll post a link in Citizens of Brutal Nation and the Brutal Nation page, but I'll also post links on the episode's that we air on Friday on. So there you go, folks. And if you are here in the Portland metro area from Seattle down to, I don't know, Roseburg or whatever. And all the way to Pendleton. We don't care. Pendleton. We might just be giving away a pair or two of VIP tickets, which comes complete with a swag pack and a meet the band and uh, passes. Yeah. Early access, meet the band, all that crap. The the whole entire thing, because mm-hmm. um, this is a it's a pretty big event. And keep in mind, man, you guys are going to want to come to this show. And I'll tell you why, because we are already setting up. So our original tour was supposed to only last a couple of weeks. Yeah, that was the original plan. We're going to go down the West Coast and then come back up and then Seattle, then come back down here yeah. and end the show here in Vancouver. Right. However, I brought on a new we marketing did. person. We did. Two new people. Yeah. yeah, two new people. And these guys. Mm-hmm. Jax and Adam, if you guys are listening to this, you guys are maniacs. Because Dude, now awesome. the tour looks like it's ex- going to be expanding throughout Oklahoma, at yeah. least. Yeah, Colorado, it Oklahoma. Might even hit the East Coast and then back. It could oh, be shit. a month or two. We don't know. Wow. So that's what we're working on to wow. close that deal before the before November because yeah. Johnny has to make his bid for his time off. Well, yeah, that and that's true. That's true. But they're at Jackson and Adam are actually 
this will air by the time they get here, but they're on their way up now. Right. Because they're going to spend a month with us to market the show on the 3rd and... Yeah. And marketing for this show here. And, exactly. And then we have exactly. sponsors and we have a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't seen us live before, oh and even gosh. if you have, this is the time to come out and see us because. Yeah. Especially if it's we're on tour. not a dive bar, people. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially on tour. Uh, on tour, the ticket prices are going to be a bit higher than what they are now. We're doing our pre-sale tickets at 25. 20, 25, but if you're a fan of. Uh, Twisted Blue on Facebook or Instagram, you'll get a five dollar discount code. Right, we'll give you a, we'll give you your discount code. Right. You can get that ticket for five dollars uh, five dollars off. Yes. Um, and keep in mind that you know presale also comes with whatever the ticketing agent charges for their fees. Yeah, and, yeah. and all that shit. Yeah, plus fees. Yeah, keep in, we don't get any of that money. That's all the ticketing company right, that we right, use. Right. So we we have nothing to do. Yeah, with the that. extra fees we don't we don't even get. But that also means that our VIP tickets are thirty five, but with the discount code they're thirty. So there you go. Yeah, so this is the time. No yeah. matter if you're in Pendleton or in I don't care across the damn country, this is the time to come and make a night of it on it's it's a Friday show, so you might have to get off your tissue and move. <laughs> but it's gonna yeah. be a it'll be, show it'll be great. that you will remember for probably the rest of your life. You'd be like, yeah. "Holy shit, that's, yeah. that's a good show!" Because we're we're actually we're putting a lot of time, effort, and money into yeah. the production of right. the show. Well, and like I like I put on the description for the tickets, it's like this is a show you don't want to miss because your coworkers and friends are going to talk about it for months. <laughs> you don't want to be missing out, right? So, Besides, yeah, if you can come away now, now, the VIP tickets, whether we give them away or not. All the VIP tickets do come, and they are in limited supply. They, they are. come with a full swag pack and, and everything priority that I Priority seating, all that stuff. Right. You'll have, you know, priority seating. You'll have, you know, pre-show meet and greet, like we said, and, yeah, customized swag bag. So, yeah, it'll be amazing. It'll be amazing. Don't worry. We, we'll hook you up. I hook a brother up, man. Hook a brother up. Because I'm the best rapper yeah. on the planet. So, you know, the pictures, the autographs, <laughs> all that jazz. Yeah, it's good times. It's, yeah. He's good time. It, it, in Mother Russia. In good time, but we have no word for content. <laughs> in Mother Russia, we have no word for content. Exactly. We only so. we know only know about beer and <laughs> Siberia. And vodka. And vodka. <laughs> you know vodka? We know vodka. You know vodka? <laughs> okay. Jesus now, Christ. Now, today's episode, are you ready? I'm ready. Lay it on me. Okay, today's episode, we're titling... Texas prison justice. Oh, I love it. Because Texas is, and I've said this before, that's a Yosemite Sam-ass state. Yes. That is a place where I won't get all you vomits. Yes. I respect Texas, Texas on this right here. If you murder somebody, okay, we're not talking self-defense. Number one, if you self-defend yourself, from what I'm understanding with Texas, they're like, oh, motherfucker needed to shoot and kill, and you just, they, they molested yeah. your kid, you blew him away, yeah. God, go home and have a good yeah, day. From my understanding that if it's if it's like that in Texas, then they are like literally, okay, whatever, But type thing. If if you go out and you're a dick and you actually murder somebody and three credible witnesses said, yeah, man, he came into the store and shot the clerk. You don't wait on death row forever and a day, Jack. You go right to the front of the line. That's you get right. that express ticket to a fucking lethal injection. Well, we'll kill you today. Did you hear about the Texas 7, though? They're the ones that broke out of prison <clears throat> and went on a, like a robbery spree kind of across the country. And the cops cornered them in one place and a cop got shot. Um, 
And one of the inmates got shot, and they said that he was shot by one of his friend's bullets. And one of the guys actually committed suicide, so he wouldn't go back to prison. But all of them are on death row now because they shot that officer. One of them shot that officer. Tony, man, they're singing that Bon Jovi song, you know. Going out in a blaze of glory. Right. Yeah, that's what they're singing. Yeah, exactly. I'll tell you, if you're in a Texas prison and you are stupid enough to try to escape. Remember what, Texas is a huge state. Huge. Like, I know that on, like, Interstate 10, because I've been up and down many that many times, it's like 900 miles long. It's, or 800, it, it's huge. Like, you, <laughs> it takes days to get across that bullshit, you know? Um, so you're not, yeah. it, it's not like, it, it's not like a small state like Delaware where, you know, or Rhode Island where you go, hey, I'm in Rhode, oh, no, I'm not anymore. Okay. I guess that was a whole state. You're not going to escape. They got Texas Rangers, and they got all kinds of shit. Walker's going to come out there and uh, jiu-jitsu. <laughs> Chuck you. Norris is going to fuck you up. Chuck Norris will fuck you up. It's, I mean, they don't fucking play. They don't. Your best bet, even if you're on death row, is just sit there and go, you know what, fuck it. This is not going to be, uh, I'm still going to die either way, except one way. If I try to escape, I'm going to uh, die freaking exhausted, sweaty, dirty, and pissed off. So Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I love, I don't love Texas. I have relatives in Texas. One, not so nice. The other three, kind of nice. No, I, I love you, Tina. I really do. I don't care. Wait a minute. Um, is she cute? Tina is beautiful. She's my cousin. Of course she's cute. Well, no, that doesn't tell me anything. She could look at a fucking Sasquatch. Tina, if you're hot, though, you can send me boot <laughs> pictures at scott.alexander at tosabuellc.com. All of, all of my family is not open season for you, Scott. Yeah, it is. <laughs> no. That's, you know, that's hey, not how this works. You, you know who I like the most? Who? That really gets me going? Chris. Chris. <laughs> Chris Pursuit. Why don't you come in and have a popsicle? I I can't stand you. There's a roller quarters <laughs> in my pocket for you, Chris. Why don't you reach in and get them out for me? I know, I know. <laughs> I just like no. Poor Chris. God damn. I know. I feel so bad for him. I do too. I fuck with him so much. You do. I oh mean, but God. anyways. So this one is called Prison. Texas prison justice, and there's a reason for that. Um, on Thursday, Todd called me, and we were talking about different things. And he goes, did you hear about what happened in Texas? I go, what? Because I don't, I don't watch mainstream media news because, you know, obvious reasons. Um, and I didn't get the news break on my phone for this. But apparently... An inmate by the name of, and pardon me if I mispronounce his name and it's your last name too, Billy Chemmermer, C-H-E-M-I-R-M-I-R. Is that how you would pronounce it, Chemmermer? I'm sorry, sound like a stir. My name is Chemmermer. Chemmermer? I don't know. Here, kitty, kitty, meer, I didn't do it. I didn't do a, you know, a phonetics thing on how to pronounce it so there you go you got you got my whole fucked up pronunciation so anyways billy was killed in the caulfield unit in texas department of corrections while they were on a statewide lockdown now um and then a day before the lockdown went into place and i'll talk about this in a minute uh, another inmate at, a, at 
another incident at that same prison um, resulted in the dismissal of seven officers, seven correctional officers, and six others resigned on their own. And I'll get into what happened in a second. Okay, so here we go. I'm going to read this article from Texas Tribune because I think it explains everything very well. And so I want to give them credit for the article. It was written by, um, I'm sorry, here. It was written by Stephen Simpson and it was uh, posted on September 21st. I want to give him credit for this. So investigators are trying to determine how a Texas inmate was killed inside an East Texas prison that was part of that was part of a statewide lockdown this week. Now, Billy, I'm not going to pronounce his name again, was accused of killing 22 elderly women and one man in North Texas. He was found dead in his cell Tuesday after investigators say he was killed by his cellmate. Now, the Texas Criminal Just- Department of Criminal Justice spokesman, um, Hannah Haney, said the incident was first reported by the Dallas Morning... And this incident, I guess, was first reported by Dallas Morning News on Wednesday. Now, Billy was an inmate at the 3,818-bed Caulfield unit in Tennessee Colony, an unincorporated community east of Palestine... Really? Palestine, Texas? (laughs) They also have... Don't they have a Paris, Texas, too? They do. I've been there. They have a London, Texas. Oh, so they just are taking names from everybody, huh? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. That way there, when you're dating an expensive bitch, and she goes, I want to go see London and Paris. You take her right to fucking Texas. <laughs> and you go, there you go. Oh, there you go, bitch. <laughs> I told you, man, you have caviar dreams, but I've got a fucking Bud Light goddamn budget. I got a Rainier beer budget. I was just say that. You know what? We think too much like, I got a Rainier beer budget. <laughs> so you want to bitch about it? Here you go. I didn't mean that one. Rainier like, beer and Paul Malls. That's right. I, I do Rainier beer, Rainier beer and Paul Malls. That's my budget right there. I ain't taking you to no London and stuff like that. I told you about that, darling. Now get back in the goddamn trailer. Some bitch. Why is my wife beater so clean? Where's my stained one? It's the most comfortable because I wore that. And when I watched Dale Earnhardt Jr. Uh, race at, uh, at Talladega. You pulled out Talladega. That's right. Woo, Not Daytona. Not Indianapolis, but Talladega. That's right, man. You got to go to Talladega. It's just closer to the house, closer to the trailer, you know. And uh, I like it walking distance that way there when I have drank too much beers. Um, I can just kind of stumble home. It might take me a day or two, but but darling knows to come look at looking for me after about the third or fourth day. One time I wound up in a big old field. I didn't even know where I was. And man, apparently you can't drink fourteen cases of of, of Rainier Bear without you know peeing your pants and winding up in a field. I know that now. Woo! Nice car. I am telling you. Oh my God! That all started because I said East of Palestine. <laughs> That's what happens when you talk to Scott Alexander people. There's, I hear this all the time. Here's the thing. Like, I'm laughing at this because it's the first time I'm hearing this shit, too. I didn't even know that was going to come out. It just okay. happens. I need to point this out, that you and I talked on the phone first before we ever met each other. And, like, literally the first phone call, I heard stuff like this. And I was laughing so hard. I said, oh, my God, you are so funny. He goes, I'm hearing this shit for the first time, too, people. That's true. <laughs> I've never heard this shit before. I didn't even know. I don't even know where 
Jethro in my head got Talladega from. That's the last place I ever freaking think of is Talladega. <laughs> if I'm thinking NASCAR myself, I think I you got a Daytona. And you got. I don't and I'm know trying to mean. figure out who Darlene is because isn't his wife Jolene? Yeah, his wife is Jolene, but apparently, I don't know. I, I'm going to ask him yeah, who Darlene I was gonna say, is. Who is this Dar- I was going to say that, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's his side piece, you know, because occasionally his sister gets a little tired and maybe, you know, because, you know. Uh, right. I got to tell you, man, Jolene said it was okay for you and him to do freaky things in the back of his El Camino. So. That's because she loves me, too. Anyways, so anyways, this this um, the Caulfield unit is the same unit where another violent incident between inmate and staff occurred the day before the Texas Department of Criminal Justice announced a statewide lockdown of all 100 prisons in that state. Can you imagine how big that state is or how much crime they have if they have 100 prisons? One, 100 prisons. Uh, I know. Uh, Oregon uh, doesn't uh, even uh. have that many. I'm telling you. Now, how many of you got, got like eight or nine? Uh, I I don't know how many for sure. I know we got some new ones that have popped up, but I know we have two and three. Well, two in Salem, one in Wilsonville, the women's prison, one in Portland, one in South Fork, uh, Pendleton, Ontario, and that other one is that the Ontario's the two rivers, right? I think so. Oh, uh, no, that's no. in Umatilla. That's Umatilla, We have a yeah. Umatilla one, too. So, But I know there's some in other areas, too. I, I just think, can't think where. I think Ontario is Snake River, I think. Oh, okay, that could be. Oh, and I forgot. There's another one. In, there's three in Salem because they have the Mill City one, too. Or the Mill Mill Creek one. So, yeah, there's, there's a bunch of them out there. Now, um, apparently on September 5th, a mate at... The Caulfield unit stabbed a correctional officer in a high security. This is a high security unit, by the way. So the officers responded to this with excessive force and prisons in a prison Hold system. Up. Pause right there. <laughs> Pause right there because something. This is not same. Same. Okay, I can't do the other one because my mic stands in the way. Right. The mic, the mic arm. This is a no no because. <laughs> You said that this asswipe stabbed a fucking guard. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. So how is that excessive force when they fucking respond to it? You just post yourself as an obvious threat. You stabbed a fucking guard. Dude, if they blew right. your fucking brains all over the walls, that's not even excessive. Why? You made that first move. You stabbed a goddamn guard in a prison. Right, exactly. Splatter his brains for fuck's sakes. That's not excessive. That is, we're going to take care of the goddamn problem. Because here's what happens. Okay, don't hate me out there, but let me explain. For my alligator mouth overloads my hippopotamus ass. Right. You're in a goddamn prison. Okay? Now, if you allow this inmate to stab people, especially guards. Now, other inmates, you can kind of go, okay, it's between them. But guards have an authority. They're the authority that run the prison. You stab one of them and you allow that to happen, that sets a precedence that, hey, apparently the worst that's going to happen if you stab a guard is that they're going to take you down and they're going to put you in the hole for 30, 90, 120 days, whatever. Right. But you paint the walls with that asshole's blood. 
Right. Exactly. Guess what? The other inmates are looking around going, oh, you know what? I think I'd take lethal injection over what just happened to Bill over there. Right. Did you see what the guards did to him? Yeah, they fucked him up. Right. Exactly. Fuck that piece of shit. Uh, um, but anyways, apparently, yeah, they said it was excessive force because they beat the shit out of him. Now, um, and a spoke. <laughs> And a spokesperson, uh, Amanda Hernandez, for the uh, Texas Department of Justice, said that um, the established protocols in a situation like that were not followed. So after an internal review of that incident, seven of the officers were fired and six resigned. Um, The inmate. That's unfair. Bring those goddamn officers back. Yeah, Hernandez says the inmate is recovering at the hospital. This incident was forwarded to the Office of Inspector General for Criminal Investigation. So they're looking at pressing charges against these officers. That's fucked Um, up. Leave the officers alone, man. Well, yeah, and I don't believe in, like, police brutality. I don't believe it's necessary unless it's necessary. Here's the thing. I have said this many times. And if this guy's waving a freaking shank at you. Whoop his ass. Yeah, if he's waving the shank and he hasn't made a move, he's just being an idiot. Yeah, disarm him, take him down, throw him back in his cell and go, look here, numb nuts. Knock it the fuck off. We tased you twice and I kicked you in the nuts. In the- <laughs> right, like that guy in Florida? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. You know, but in a case like this, number one, right. he stabbed a fucking officer. Yeah, and he's got that shank. Who's to say he's not going to stab anymore? Right. Yeah. You know, uh, it's just fucking... Yeah, it's stupid. It's in in stupid. cases like this, I feel like the criminals are getting more rights. Than... Oh, I've told you before that criminals are a protected class now. And yeah, as citizens are the ones in wrong if we try to defend ourselves. It, it's just ridiculous, I'm telling you. Because, you know, number one, this is state of Texas uh, ju- Justice Department. Are your criminals in prison because they were selling cookies? Okay, how about flowers? Because they were good churchgoers? Yeah. Going, no. You know, because they because they helped an old lady. No, they're there because they committed a fucking crime. And this asshole yeah. Yeah. decides that he's going to shank some guards. Yeah. You know, he made the first move. And here's my thing. And I've said this before. Play stupid games. Win stupid prizes. And that is what this asshole did. He played a stupid game. And he won a stupid prize <laughs> in the form of getting his ass Hand it to him. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So do you also say ask stupid questions, get stupid answers? I just said that. No, you said play stupid games, get stupid prizes. Oh, oh, the answers. No, I I say that too when people say, I have a question for you, and if I know that they're a moron, I go, okay, remember, man, you (laughs) ask stupid questions, you can get a stupid fucking answer. (laughs) But then I always go back to South Park. There's no such thing as stupid questions, just <laughs> stupid answers. No, no, there are stupid questions. There, there, there are. are. There I are. had a trainee once at the trucking gig. It was a chick, and I spent two hours explaining how to use a manual pallet jack. Are you kidding me? And she kept asking questions that I had just explained to her. <laughs> so, boys and girls, tell me again there's no such thing as stupid questions. But please, please tell me. Because to me... Yeah. Pretty fucking stupid. Like stupid. on the scale of one to duh, this is like, I need a helmet. That's what the fuck that is. Dude, I'm telling you, it's stupid crazy. 
stupid crazy. But yeah, I, I've had that before too. And how to use a manual pallet jack, that's like the easiest thing to use in the entire world. It is. You put it into the pallet. Yeah. I can understand asking a hundred questions about a forklift because that's a little bit more thought consuming, right. you know, but yeah. Yeah, now. It's, it's pretty fucking, it's almost self-explanatory. You take the manual pallet jack, you put it yeah. into the pallet, you push the handle down because there's a little pull-up handle. Right, right. So it locks it in. Yeah. And then you pump it up, you know, like you would a pump. It lifts the goddamn pallet and you move it. And you pull it backwards until you go to park it. Yeah, and then you stop and then you make sure your feet are out of the way and you lower it down by pulling said handle. Yes, please make sure your feet are out of the way because I got run over by an electric pallet jack once and it hurt. Oh, remember I crushed my foot? What was it like? Oh, yeah, when you got stuck between, yeah, when you got stuck between the pallets, right? Yeah, when it went. And the pallet jack? Yeah, when it went and stopped, the brake on it just failed and uh, and it crushed my my left foot. I remember that. I remember that. That was party. Right? So, um,. The Texas Department of Justice did not release the name of that inmate who was hospitalized after he, that was beaten by the corrections officers. But then on September, also on September 5th, right, same day, 200 miles away in Beaumont, 29-year-old Uriel Neary was murdered by, a, by fellow inmates at the Mark W. Stiles unit. That's about where my uh, stepdad is from. He's from Nederland, Texas. Which is by Beaumont? Yeah, which is just right next door to Beaumont, Texas. Oh, you know what's really funny is the uncle that, you know, I don't get along with lives in Arlington, Texas, where the unit, the Polunsky death row unit is. Nice. Yeah. I was like, maybe there's a reason he lives there. Dead Uncle Walker. Right. According to uh, the agency said that incident was still under investigation. So the next day, September 6th, the Department of Justice announced a statewide lockdown of all 100 prisons. Now, the agency denied the violent incidents were the reason for the lockdown, which was supposed to restrict the movement of over of roughly 129,000 inmates in their custody and allow for a series of intense searches for contraband. Because that's why they do a lot of those prison lockdowns when violence happens, because they want to find all the contraband they can to get it out of the way so nobody else gets hurt. Yeah, it makes sense. And usually they only lock down the, un- the prison where the incident happened. But, I'll tell you this, um... The homicides, the increase in homicides were the reason why they implemented this, the lockdown, because this year alone, they have had 16 homicides in prison to date. Okay. Remember, this is only 17. Oh, but get this. In 2022, they only had seven. And in 2021, they only had nine. That's fucking amateur numbers. They have doubled it in the last year well they're working on get those numbers up boys get those numbers up that's, <laughs> that's amateur right. numbers that's right if you hear this podcast in prison up it up it <laughs> god dang man could be an amateurs Wait, go for pro and i'll tell you what i don't condone violence on this level unless i mean like i said i i don't care if they shank as like a pedophile or a child molester or a child killer you know what i mean shank them <laughs> That's what I got to say. That's what I say in all my rap songs. Shank them. Shank them. Oh, my God. You're so dumb. <laughs> Being obscenely white and all. Dude, I told you that on my phone, I had a memory from, it said, 
at the shows in Portland, and it was like a series of shots from like the New Kids concert and your shows and everything. And it was literally set to a rap song while there were video of you were playing on the stage. That's I was like, awesome. I need to. I hope it's still in there because it was awesome. Yeah, because it knows that I'm the greatest rapper <laughs> of all time. I'm, I'm, I told Jen Doll, and she goes, oh, my God, are you serious? I'm, I'm switching yeah. genres. <laughs> I'm going from rock and blues to being the greatest rapper of all times. That's dude, my new goal. Dude, I'm telling you, you do that, and you can collaborate with Snoop Dogg, and I can smoke a blunt with him. That's all. I'm going to tell him to avoid you. He's small, he's thin, and he's probably afraid of Sasquatches. So there you go. Anyway, Snoop Dogg ain't afraid of nobody. So since the lockdown began, the agency has completed... Completed searches in 50 of those 100 prisons looking for contraband. Prison officials have so far recovered the following items that are forbidden in any prison. 196 cell phones. 34.5 gallons of prison alcohol, which we all know as toilet wine or pruno. 274 weapons along with various amounts of amphetamine, fentanyl, cocaine, PCP, and synthetic marijuana, which we all know is spice. So, that is a shit ton of shit, right? (laughs) Now, as a result, to date, more than 500 criminal investigations into illegal activity involving inmates, staff, and visitors have been opened by by the Department of Justice Office for Inspector General. Currently, regular operations, including visitations, have resumed in 50 of those state prisons. Probably the 50 that they've already searched, right? You would think. That makes no sense. So prison advocates question whether this lockdown is creating more damage than good as rumors of inedible food, lack of showers, and crippling isolation are starting to pour out of the prisons. More than two-thirds of Texas prisons are unair conditioned as it is. And restricting movement and showers of inmates when temperatures were over 100, degree, 100 degrees or more could mean more unrest inside. And I can see that. that let, I these, can see, yeah. let these people shower, for crying out loud. Give them food that's edible. Plus, not showering, that's just gross. It is. I mean, we shower every, well, I kind of, sometimes I shower every other day, depending on what I'm doing. She showers once a month. Shut up, that is not true. Nasty ass. Anywho. She does it by rolling around in leaves and sticks. Thinking about when she was back then home. jumping on, in the river and dunking my head. Thinking about when she was back home up in the woods, You're living so with stupid. other Sasquatches. You're so dumb. But anyways, I digress. No, but I, I'm telling you. I mean, because even inmates who are in solitary confinement in California or on death row in California get at least three showers a week. Right? <laughs> Let these people shower. You know, get them out of these uncredited cells. Give them, give them their hour or so of, you know wreck time during this lockdown because otherwise the tension's going to get high and somebody's going to get stabby stabby. Right. Or you know, know? come down to blows, man. I mean, there, there's yeah. some strong motherfuckers out there that can snap a neck before you can blink. Yeah. And a lot of them are in prison. Yeah, that's true too. That's true too. Especially in Texas because, you know, you got the MAMA over there which, for those who don't know, is the Mexican Mafia. Oh, I know. Who's mama? You don't know MAMA? I don't pay attention to that crap. I got oh, other things crap. to pay attention to, like I always porn. pay attention to that, like like midget porn. Dude, I know how to Eighteenth Street, dude. And <laughs> I pay attention to porn and the pictures your mom sends me um, Look, on Snapchat. West Side. 
I'm throwing up gang signs for Scott, and yeah. I'm ignoring what he's saying because he's a liar, liar, pants on fire. Your mom, your mom sends th- throws up boob shots to me. So how I'm do you fix your that. mouth to tell lies like that to our amazing listeners? Because your mom, your mom knows how to use the phone more than you think, and she she sends me things like, "Hey, big daddy." How about these? I'm like, yeah, titillating. She literally brought me her phone the other day because it froze up on her and she didn't know what the fuck to do. Did so you get the I word? had to reset it. Did you get that? Titillating? I did. <laughs> did you not notice how I ignored you and kept going? Yet you had to bring it up again. That's right. I'm telling you. Um, I've now, seen your mom way naked and it's hot. Check this out. Check this oh, out. Oh, I was checking out your mom. No, shut up. Oh. So. <laughs> this is what I think is ridiculous. A Texas Department of Justice spokesperson said ice water is distributed to the inmates throughout the day and the water is available in their cells throughout their through their sinks. Okay, so you get ice water and it's 100 and some odd degrees and you're confined in this hot ass cell, which is an oven because it's all, you know, concrete and, you know, metal surrounding you. That's so, so metal, dude. Yeah, so you have... You know, ice water. And, hey, you can take a bath in your sink, which we all know are these little tiny-ass sinks with push-button water. You know because so you you're a fucking convict. you only get a little convict. bit of fucking water at a time. You know because you're a goddamn convict. I am. I am. But that's beside the point. And in your showers, literally, you got to, you know, <laughs> don't do that to me. And in the showers, you literally have to push the button, like, every minute or so to keep getting water out of it. I just gave her the hand of uh, her favorite prison guard when she yeah. was locked up. Negative. Fe- Negative. Female inmate. Underwood. Over in. there. Over there. Against the wall. Bunk in. <laughs> I just, yeah. No, he was not my favorite. I'll tell you. Um, I can tell you my four favorites. I still remember their names. What was it? Four of his fingers that he had left? <laughs> no. It was Officer Guy. Officer Davis, Officer Randolph, and Officer Narcisse. They were my favorite. And Narcisse is the one that shot himself on accident. So. God damn. Oh, and I also like. Yeah. And I also like. Um, oh, my God. I can't think of her name right now. Oh, Officer Bora. She was awesome. Borza. Excuse me. She was cool, too. She sounds like she would be eating pussy in a Russian accent. No, like, she, she's like, like totally thing? straight, but totally freaking amazing. In yeah. Mother Russia, we call this Likilatapus. <laughs> well, when she got, when I got out, I lived down the street from one of her friends and she saw me. Next thing I know, I get this bang, bang, bang on my door and it's like, Underwood, step out. And I'm like, oh my God, I know that voice and I'm not in prison. <laughs> <laughs> but she's awesome. So, Michelle De- Deach who is the director of the prison and jail innovation lab at the university of Texas in Austin said that she applauded the agency's efforts to try and get a handle on the violence in their prison system, but believes a state wide lockdown was too extreme of a measure. This is taking a hammer to a situation that probably needs more of a scalpel, she said. No, it needs more of a hammer. <laughs> it's a very hammer. heavy-handed approach that is going to cause a bunch of other problems that they're going to need to address. Now, she also said when a prison lockdown is implemented, an inmate is barred from contacting their friends and family. And she said the mental stress this causes... This co- this alone causes in the prison system will be felt long after that lockdown is lifted, and we kind of talked about that with Todd when they took away his you know they took away his trust fund and his tablet. Right, right, right. You know, if he didn't have a roommate, he has no connection to the outside world, none, and that's important to inmates. 
you know, it keeps their mental health level, you know, like kind of under control and their stress level down because they have somebody who's not in the prison to talk to. You know what I mean? So they realize, hey, life does go on. So I think it's important. Now, um, she also said it creates a lot of tension when you are stuck with one person in what is pretty much a bathroom and you aren't able to get out of your cell to move around or participate in recreation. So there's a lot of tension, which also translates into more violence with one cellmate, doormate, or even tension between staff and the people incarcerated. Now, although state prison agency officials say 16 inmate homicides have occurred this year, their online custodial death reports only revealed 11. That's because, according to Hernandez, the agency records records online were filed before Texas officials received final toxicology and autopsy reports from local hospitals and medical centers. So she's trying to justify why there's only 11 on there. Now, since lockdown began, 20 inmates have died, according to Texas custodial death reports. 20. The manner of death in 13 of those incidents was deemed natural, while four remained pending due to lack of autopsy results, and three, pe- three of them died by suicide. So, since September 6, 20 inmates have died. You know, what does that tell you? That people are dying. It happens. Fuck well, it. well, the people are dying, but at the same time, it's like, you know, you and I agree kind of like that is in a little bit too inhumane. Now, um, do, do, do. this number doesn't include the murder of this guy, Billy. It's, his name's Billy, right? I said it right? Yeah, Billy. Thank you. <laughs> so that number does not uh, include the murder of Billy as the custodial death report was not posted as of Thursday. <laughs> now, family members and friends of inmates who reached out to the Texas Tribune this past week were concerned about the heat in the prisons, a lack of cold water, and the small amounts of food. This will be the second longtime lockdown for the Hughes unit within the last six months, said one of the parents, who, at, who asked to be remain anonymous because she didn't want anybody to retaliate on her son for telling her this information. She goes, my son lost 15 pounds and began to develop claustrophobia from being in the small space. And with the heat being 106 degrees for so long, and now it's happening again. So, I mean, I can imagine the mental health crisis they're going to have. Can't you? No, I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and losing 15 pounds in a short amount of time is not healthy. Maybe I need to go to prison. I, I was going to say, yeah, maybe we need to go to Texas prison and be locked down for a while. So Texas prisoners are also posting TikTok videos, which show the food being served to them during the lockdown, calling it inedible. Now, I'll tell you why they can do that, because they can send videos on their tablets and everything. And the uh, family members are posting it on TikTok. That so, makes sense, and yeah. that's how it happened with what's his name in South Carolina, Murdoch with no nipples. Right. Where's his nipples? <laughs> I'm just asking for educational purposes, allegedly for educational purposes only. <laughs> I love that woman. Um, anyways, Hernandez said um, denied the allegations of poor food quality in their prison facilities. And she said videos or pictures circulating online don't represent the meals provided to their inmate population. I have a tendency not to believe that. She said that 
the staff across the state is monitoring the quality and quantity of food during the lockdown. Meals are provided three times a day. With one of the meals being a hot meal, she said. Additionally, Texas is adding items from the commissary to the sack meals twice a week. Ooh. Now, I want to get into a little bit here what Billy did and why he was in prison. This this is going to be uh, weird for you. But he, a man, um, he smothered at least two dozen elderly woman in a two-year time period. I say execute him right now. Yeah. He just now dipped into my dating pool. Well, and he possibly stole millions dollars worth of jewelry and other valuables. Um, he was 50 years old and he worked as an in-home caregiver and posed as a maintenance worker to get access to these luxury uh, independent living communities in and around Dallas. That once he gained access to the apartments of the seniors, he would force a pillow over their face, smothering them to death before raiding the apartment of its valuables to pawn or sell. Now, he was convicted of capital murder once in April of last year and then again in October in two separate cases. After securing those convictions, Dallas prosecutors dropped the additional charges against him and opted not to seek the death penalty. Because he obviously took a plea bargain. But he faced another slew of charges in Collin County, where prosecutors announced last month they would not seek execution. Because he was not on death row, he had a cellmate and at the Caulfield Prison in East Texas. And that cellmate, um, who has still remained unnamed, was identified as his killer. Now, according to one, uh, the, the nephew of Catherine Sinclair, who was, uh, Billy's first alleged victim, Dan Probst, he said, this was jailhouse justice. As far as Billy is concerned, he is over and done with. Now he was a Kenyan citizen and was living in the United States legally with a permanent resident status. Cause his family, um, his family had moved here already. So they're from the Rift Valley between the cities of Eldoret and Nakuru. And in an interview before he was convicted, he said he grew up on his family farm and took care of his elderly father. He stated, I am not a killer. I'm not at all what they're saying I am. I am a very innocent person. I was not brought up that way. I was brought up in a good family. I didn't have any problems all my life. Now, he followed his sister out to the United States, and he got a job selling cars and then later became a senior caregiver. But his family also operates senior living homes in the Dallas area, but none of them have reported suspicious deaths associated with him. He might be legit, though. I mean, think about it. I'm playing devil's advocate here. Maybe because Texas... Okay, Texas listeners, don't fucking Yosemite Sammy over this shit, okay? It's just my opinion. But Texas is a hillbilly-ass redneck True, true that, true that. They might be looking at this guy. He's probably Negro and, uh, you know, black. Uh, Yeah, of African-American descent, Scott. I don't know what we can call anybody anymore. He's from Kenya. He's African-American. Like, I can't even call my gay friends fags anymore. because Stop it! What? They're not cigarettes. My God, it's always something. Anywho, um, and he might be white for all I know, because there's white people that come out of Kenya no, too. Anywho, he is African American. Okay, 
So, well, even if he was color, hold on, if even if he was white and came from Africa, he would still be an African American. That's, that's true. That's true. And I realized that, but I that's why I said African American of color. Hard. Anyway, <laughs> but, but maybe it's legit. Maybe these suspicious deaths happen. He happened to be the at home giver, and we're seeing this with a lot of cases now that cops want to just wrap shit up and close cases. Oh yeah, they did that's it with uh, Anth- Charles Anthony Boyd, and they're doing it with Raider. Yeah. Right now, you know, and shit like that. So maybe it's a case of that. Maybe he truly is innocent. Okay, just plain devil's advocate. I'm not saying that he did or didn't do it because I wasn't there. I don't fucking know. I haven't even looked at the case. (laughs) Just my thought on it. Just my humble opinion. Hold on, I have to take a drink of water. Yeah, yeah, you do. Rinse your mouth out after work. Because I'm (laughs) eating a sausage burrito. Yo, you're eating some sausage. sausage Yeah, I bet you were. Is his name Juan? Just asking no. for a friend. It's Jose. <laughs> gotcha. Um, now, he was also arrested on a few drunk driving and family violence charges in 2010 and 2011. But the police say his killing spree began in earnest in early 2016. He's been linked to at least three deaths at Edgemere, a luxury senior living community in Dallas, where he was arrested for trespassing in June of 2016. Now, shortly after he was released from jail from good behavior on that charge, authorities say he began stalking and killing women at the Tradition Prestonwood, which is another senior community in Dallas. And he was linked to nine deaths there between 2016 and 2018. Nine deaths in two (coughs) years. That's pretty impressive. Linked. I I have a problem with that word. Yeah. Because you could link anybody to anything. Like somebody could die here in Vancouver. And they could pull the GPS from my truck, my pickup, and go, well, we can link Scott to doing that because he was on Mill Plane and she lived a block off of Mill Plane. Right, right, right. So I have an issue with that in general. But what does lend, lend a little bit of credence, and they might use this to their advantage when they're, when they're arresting this dude, is that he does have the violent charges in his right, past. Right. And you, you and gotta he look, does have the trespassing. Right. And you got to look at the history. You have to look at history. Yeah. Like if if he was all that peaceful and shit like he said he was, and he wasn't raised that way with violence and good family, why are you having violence issues right. later on? Right. Well, and, and... Is your stomach making noises? No. Yeah, because... Because I just I heard, drank coffee. I heard it over the I goddamn... I can't believe you heard that. In my headphone. Oh, my God. That's Sorry, gonna, people. Now, all of our listeners know that you're over there getting ready to shit yourself right no, at your desk. No, you need to tell them the truth. I had gastric bypass done in 2003. And as a result, when I drink coffee or caffeine on an empty stomach, my stomach gurgles loudly. And I have loud? no stomach issues. I'm not going to have a rush to the bathroom. I'm not going to throw she's, up. She's gonna shit herself people in a always ask chair. me. They go, "Are you okay? Do you need the bathroom?" I'm like, "No, I'm fine." Yeah, these chairs are kind of uh, spendy, so you shit on that <laughs> thing. I've got to have it burn and replace it. Meanwhile, no. you got Chewbacca ass over there going. Oh. <laughs> it does. My stomach does make gurgling. I didn't know you could hear it over the thing because I, I was, yeah, was, was going to deny it until I realized, oh shit, he heard it. <laughs> Yeah, I thought I thought you were playing Star Wars on your phone or no. something. I, I expected no, Han Solo tummy. to go easy, Chewy. <laughs> Laugh it up, fuzzball. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh it up, fuzzball. No. Anyways, so check this out. During that time, during 2016, 2018, when the deaths occurred, most of them, 
the deaths and thefts were actually brushed aside as resulting from natural causes. Because when somebody is smothered, there are few signs for even a trained eye to find. Now, the local medical examiner even testified at Billy's trial and said his team missed those signs initially because the police at the scene didn't report anything else that might have been suspicious. So, there you go. See, that lends more credence, though, that maybe he didn't, like, they're just trying to close the case. So, uh, now now I'm 50-50, like, he may have been this asshole, but... Maybe he was just, he was going through a bad time and had the violence in his past and said, okay, I'm going to get my shit together. Right, right. So. (sighs) It's possible because it wasn't until a woman survived the attack at a Preston Place senior living in Plano, Texas. And she provided a description to police that authorities finally caught on that there was an issue with people being attacked. They set up a stakeout at um, Billy's Dallas apartment and arrested him after they saw him throwing away a jewelry box that came from one of the murder scenes. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Now, Billy had appealed his convictions and maintained his innocence until he was murdered. Um, Now... Check this out. Shannon Dion, whose mother, Doris Gleason, died in October 2016 at the hands of Billy. She said, and I love this quote, because if he did it, then this quote is right on. It wasn't the justice that we know about through the judicial system, but this is a form of justice. Next on Texas (laughs) Justice. My mother died in fear. This man did not have a peaceful passing. There's some relief in feeling that he didn't get off easily. And and honestly, I got to agree with that. If if he did actually do this, okay, because so my brain goes, maybe he was just a thief, you know, which is still a dick move. You don't want to steal from people. Right, exactly. But if he really did kill these ladies um, and he went out that way in fear and in pain, Mm -hmm. you know what? Honestly, I got to agree with her. Justice is served. You reap what you fucking sow. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. And that's what he won. He won a whole bunch of fucking terrifying death. Yeah, exactly. Could you imagine the fear in his eyes when he saw his his cellmate with that shank? I'm wondering uh, the fear in his eyes when he was uh, anal raped for the first time. Oh, I bet he was, too. Especially in Texas. Please tell me, Jerome is small. Please tell me, Jerome. Oh, no, he's not. Oh, oh, good Lord. Right, and we know that they don't do that lube down there. Ain't no lube down there. Yeah, and so this information that I got about his crimes was actually provided by The Guardian, uh, and the uh, reporter was Charlie Scudder. I I, I like to mention, if I'm reading an article, I'll mention who I got it from, so I don't, you know. I don't want you to think that I came up with that all on my own. Hope you tell your sex or partners where you got the diseases from, too. I Just don't saying. have them fucked hard. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. You know what? When I was 16 years old and going through my endometriosis, and I know this is going to be TMI for people, I was having my endometriosis problems, and they weren't diagnosing it properly. So every time I ended up in the hospital because the pain was so intense, they literally drew blood and tested me for all sorts of STDs. And every time if I got a male phlebotomist, he would say, it's just a little poke, and I'll go, that's what he said. (laughs) Yeah, because you knew that. all of them came up negative, You knew your well, number one, you're not a teenager and you haven't been for like a thousand years. And two, <laughs> you're work- and two, you're working Sandy Boulevard, so you know, fucking no you know disease what? today, fucking syphilis What's, tomorrow. You know, somebody is gonna take you seriously when you keep saying that. I know. That's <laughs> the sad part. Is somebody is gonna take you seriously and they're literally gonna drive down Sandy Boulevard looking for me. 
You can. That's the reason why I told my friend not to tell that ex-boyfriend of mine that I was on Sandy because he would do it. <laughs> Just saying, her picture's on the Brutal Nation webpage uh, for Twisted Blue LLC. <laughs> dot com. Dot com. Dot com. <laughs> so when you're looking for a hooker and you want a Sasquatch, a little freaky deaky from a forest creature, Shut you up. can find her on I'd Sandy. I look amazing in that photo. She Just wor- say it. She works right off of 136th and Sandy. You're so dumb. You know what I need to do is I need to take those photos from our photo shoot and put them in a slideshow on the Meet the Hosts. Yeah, okay. That works. I don't don't care. Anyway, I I was just thinking about it because I'm updating the website now because I realized I had on the initial band page Max still on there and the picture of you guys with Max was still on there. I'm like, oh, shit. I changed changed the press kit, but I didn't (laughs) change that. So I changed that out. That's good times. Good times. It was awesome. Go ahead. I'm done. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, that's all I have for this oh. guy. I just, I also think that if he did do, if, you know, because I kind of believe he did if he's throwing away evidence from one of the murders, he probably did it. And, and he could just be a thief, though. He could have wanted the jewelry. He can hop Oh, that. yeah. Well, that, in, that woman who um, said that this was prison justice also testified at his, you know, the, um, uh, Mitigation hearing, you know, the sentencing hearing right. on him as a, you know, a victim's family advocate. And she said that he pried the ring off her mother's dead finger and the mother couldn't even remove it herself when she was alive. So no. it was violent. No, yeah. And that's the one he was convicted of killing. So Okay, but not like she's using the ring anymore. <laughs> I know, but still. That's fucked up. I'm that sorry. That was that's messed checked. up, I'm sorry. Scott. I was going to say, you know, because... That tells you that even after death, he violated them. Yeah. And I wanted to have his back at least a little bit. Yeah. But when you talk about the ones that he was convicted of, I kind of think he was, you know, because they had charged him with them. They just dropped him after the first two convictions because they were in different counties. Yeah. You know, you're probably rings off of dead chicks. Yeah. Uh, Pretty sure that, you know, it's not like you stumbled upon the body. Exactly. Fairly. I mean, it could happen, but I think it's a one to bajillion chance. And, uh, yeah, no. Okay, well, fuck. Fuck that guy then. Like, seriously, right. fuck him. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, too. It's, you know, he... It, it just saddens me that, you know, people are, like, feeling... And, you know, yeah, we kind of don't condone violence here and everything. I do. But I find it sad that people are thinking he's a true victim. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. No, you reap what you sell. Yeah. That's just, that's the bottom line of it. You all done with this shit? So I'm, you get on to I'm another done, episode? I'm done, done, done. All right, boys and girls, I remember. Pay attention. You can send us an email at BrutalNation at TwistedBlueLLC.com. Check us out on Medium, Crime Beat on Medium, and wherever you get your blogs. Log on to Facebook and join Citizens of Brutal Nation. And we're also on Instagram. Uh, yep. You can hook it up Brutal with Nation that Brutal Nation Podcast, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Underscore podcast, excuse uh, me. Is that like an Underwood? No, not quite. It's just like Brutal Nation underscore podcast. Because, you know, some of the uh, Brutal Nation names were taken pissed me off. Just like uh, Dallas Cowboys score underscore and it says oops. (laughs) No, but I hate that freaking picture you tagged me in with the Dallas Cowboys sticker on the choke (laughs) of the vehicle. Because it's true. I think it's hilarious that I don't even like football, and I yeah. fucked with you on that. when Tony Romo was our franchise quarterback, I was so pissed off because he shouldn't have been. But every time we were in a clutch situation where we needed him to pull through, he choked. 
choke like a hooker on Burnside. I'm telling you. You choked. would know. You know, instead of pulling out, he choked. He That's choked. great. Okay. Anywho's. Go. Got that. We got that. All right. This show's copyright 2023 by Twisted Blue LLC. All rights are reserved. And if you're hearing this or any part of this on anybody else's show or podcast, they're lying. Thieving bastards. bastards. And we will see you guys later on. And remember, boys and girls. Well, yeah, boys and girls. If you got a nice rap, you can send it to me at my personal email. You know the you, you know the email address, baby. Yeah. God, we're so done. Bye. Bye. <laughs>